Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back. We are going to finish up, finally, the topic, and I promise I will not get on a rant today. Julie made me swear I wouldn't do it. So we're going to finish out our points that we started two days ago on the ultimate guide to getting everything you want in life. Um, before we get to our next point, um, Julie's got a couple of shout-outs you'd like to give to listeners, and I also would like to thank all of you because over the last month, the podcast listenership has grown significantly, and I can only assume it's because the information we're delivering you, uh, all of you about the market change and all that is spot on. I suspected, and we were hope- and fortunately we are correct, that our podcast listeners were going to be receptive to this information, despite the fact that if there's an industry that hates anything that even remotely smells like bad news, it's the real estate industry. Um, but the experience we're having t- uh, preparing all of you guys uh, and essentially making it so that you can thrive in this changing market, I was, I'm was i really honestly impressed and I'm thrilled that our podcast listenership understands that we were – uh, approaching that topic as gingerly as we could, but at the same time wanting to give you guys actionable information, which you obviously appreciate. So continue to show or share the podcast with anyone and everyone else uh, that you know. It doesn't matter if you're in real estate or not. Uh, the phases of the real estate correction or the real estate reset, as we call it, are sort of mirroring the phases of the overall economy. But for agents, if you've not listened to the phases um, pod, series of podcasts we did, they were last week. Just go to iTunes or go to Stitcher or go to our main website, timandjulieharris.com, and listen to those uh, podcasts. And then we also did uh, 14 Steps to Recession-Proof Your Business. These are all very you know, intentionally uh, provocative in some cases, points that we want you to seriously consider so that no matter how much your market resets, you're going to be overprepared. I'd rather have all of you guys be overprepared. Uh, and then essentially have the market not reset as much as it could, then underprepared and be caught by surprise. I think all of you will agree that's the move to make. So, Julie, I think you have a couple shout-outs, and let's finish out our points. You got it straight off of our private Facebook page for our coaching members. We have a really cool video from Lynette Ray Jackson. Now, Lynette's nickname is Action Jackson, and she is uh, (laughs) selling real estate in Vancouver, Washington. So anybody with Vancouver Uh, types of referrals. She's your gal. She posted a really great video. She's got clients that are closing today, and she put together a really cool little uh, combination of things, some donuts, some uh, a bucket of iced, um, you know, drinks for them to make their move easier. All of us know how much moving stinks. So her point in her video was to do the things that make your clients love you that much more and do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it and to make a difference to them. So I think she did a fantastic job on that. And then another version of this by Tracy Cyril, or Cyril, I don't know exactly how to pronounce her last name, but she's in Fort Worth, Texas. And she created this uh, fun little thing called the Back to School Pop Buy, a small bottle of champagne with two small OJs, two champagne glasses, plastic of course, back to school survival kit to help you get the mimosa out of your school year for teachers and school personnel. Okay, so this is a nice little gift basket that she is distributing to her people related to going back to school. So lots of fun little pop-by things 
a lot of you guys sort of look down on that and think, oh, that's, you know, kind of cheesy or it's too warm and fuzzy for you. But those of you who have that attitude are the same ones who always wonder how agents like Tracy and Lynette end up with such sweet listings because they take really good care of their people. It does go a long way to reach out and do something extra special, you know, at least now and then, and particularly for your best past clients, people in your sphere, your database. So there you go. And I love them posting pictures. That really sets the bar and sets the example. Back to you, Tim. For those of you who don't want to spend money and you uh, want to still reach out to your centers of influence and past clients, use that uh, the phases of the real estate recovery or the phase sorry phases of the real estate reset. Use that as uh, fodder for making calls. The calls are going to be the best way for you to get in front of them. And the simple script I share this all the time is something that every one of you can use. It's just something as simple as, "Hey Julie, this is Tim Harris with ABC Realty. So listen, I've been getting a lot of calls, emails." questions from people I know, love, and care about asking me about the real estate market. And uh, so with your permission, I'd like to give you a quick snapshot of the real estate, what's going on in real estate values, your home's values in, in particular, so you don't have to worry. Is that okay with you? And she's wow, going to say yes. Wow, that'd be great. I'd love to hear that. I'd yeah, love exactly. to find out what my house and that's, is worth. Who says no right. to that? And so guys, even if, even if they weren't like consciously worrying about it, you're still doing something of the service for them without even you know having asking for anything in return, sort of like the pop by gift without having to spend money is what I'm t sort of telling you here. Yep. And so then what you do is just give them a, give you know the the seller or your past client a quick snapshot of what's going on in the market. So there's you know 5,000 houses for sale last month. There were 500 homes that sold or 1,000 homes that sold. So if no new came, homes came on the market today, there's approximately say a four to five month supply of homes for sale, not taking into consideration new construction. According to National Association of Realtors, when there's about a six-month supply of homes, we're in what would be more considered a buyer's market. So overall, we're definitely heading towards a buyer's market or whatever the information is that's relevant to your individual market. And then you say, if you, would you like me to do a quick CMA on your house? Or don't say quick. Would you like me to do a CMA on your house? In other words, basically give you a more drilled-down idea of what your house is worth. I could just email that right over to you later today or, or early tomorrow. And they'll say yes, no, maybe so. Um, now, if they do say yes, just use something like Cloud CMA, or a lot of your MLSs have really great CMA products that are e emailable. So go ahead and churn out the CMA and send it to them, and then that gives you a really great way to, or excuse to basically do a follow-up call. But in the call overall, say, okay, great, I'll work. I'll get that CMA over to you right away. By the way, who do you know who's thinking about buying or selling, specifically selling? that I should be helping in this market to get their homes sold. Or if you're, in a, if you're selling real estate in a market that's already notably in phase two or phase three, you can say, who do you know who's having trouble selling their home in this market that I should be helping, right? That's going to get a trigger. The who do you know is better than the more generalized question. Now, if you really want to go to the next level, you can say, who are the two to three people you know who are thinking about selling their home in this market that I should be helping? See what I'm doing there? So you will get more confident and comfortable with that. Now, that's to say they, I don't have anybody in mind and know I'm thinking about not thinking about selling. Sure, if you want to send over a CMA, that's great. They'll probably all say that. That's perfect. So you send over the CMA, and um, then you call back and say, listen, I'll call you back and next month about the same time or if not sooner and answer any questions you might have about the CMA. Remember, this is somebody who told you they weren't thinking about selling. So you know, then you call back. And you say the same thing. Hey, this is you know, Tim Harris with ABC Realty. I'm just calling you as I promised I would once a month and giving you a quick snapshot of the market's value. I sent you that CMA last month. Do you have any questions about that? 
no, yes, maybe so, okay, answer whatever questions come up, or if there are any at all, and then give them another quick snapshot of the market's value, and, and then ask that same question. By the way, whom do you know, or who do you know, who's thinking about selling in this market that I should be helping? You see what I'm doing there, guys? And so every single month you're going to call. You can give a little bit more detailed information. You can you know, use the notes that we gave you guys from the, the podcast, the series of podcasts that we did on the Real Estate Reset. You can use information you get from the, uh, main, our main website, timandjulieharris.com. We publish that information with the intent of helping you directly because you're our customer, but also so you can use that information to help your customers, which are sellers. You guys following me on all this? So just print off some articles or what a lot of you do, which is smart, is you'll say, hey, you know what? I'm just going to send you a link to this article that you might like and just send them a link directly from our website. You could post it on their Facebook page or you can just email it to them. That way you can e even save even more time. You following me in all this? The point is, is when the market's changing, that's the best time for you to get in front of customers. Now, this is going to put you in a situation where you're going to have to have conversations with people about a changing market. We have given you, um, through the phases conversation of the real estate reset, we have given you all the sort of backbone you need to be able to have a logical, professional conversation with these guys. Just say what we say. Present it like we presented it, and they will get it. They'll understand. Um, in a reset, you need to be keeping in front of folks – especially your centers of influence and past clients, and you need to be constantly reminding them that you're here of service and here to help them in any way that, they can, that you can. And this is a great time for you to actually get more in their lives, not pull yourself back. Because what typically happens when a real estate market starts to reset is agents go into panic mode, and, and they, they won't call their centers of influence and past clients because they're afraid to tell their sellers or their, you know, the people they sold houses to that the houses are probably not worth what they paid for them or might not have appreciated like they thought they would or all these other types of conversations that agents want to avoid having. That means that those sellers don't get followed up on, don't get called, don't have you – know, maybe the agent will mail them something or drop by some little tchotchke at their front door – but they're not actually putting themselves in a place to make calls and provide real value. So if you want to really get a stranglehold on an individual market, you start doing the things that other agents won't do by providing a higher level of service to the sellers in the marketplace. And use my script, guys. I just gave it to you, right? I'm calling all the people I know, love, and care about so they don't have to worry about what's going on in the real estate market. Real estate market. There's a lot of you know, mixed information that's coming out, and I'm, I know a lot of people are feeling a little bit stressed and maybe even a little panicky about what's happening, and I'm just calling everyone to let them know. Okay. Now, I know in some of your markets you can dial back the rhetoric a little bit as far as the intensity of the, you know, the, that, what I just said. You could just back it off ever so slightly and say, say for example, you know, a lot of people are noticing the homes are sitting in the market longer, and I was just, I'm going to start calling all my uh, centers of influence, past clients, all the people I know, love, and care about. I'm going to start calling them every single month with your permission, of course, just to give you a quick snapshot of what's going on in the real estate market so you don't have to worry. You guys see what I'm doing there? I'm trying to put myself as an agent in front of folks so that they are seeing me as an expert who's there to help them in a time of change. Are you doing that? I don't sell real estate anymore, neither does Julie. But if we, and when we did, this is what we did. Um, as the market starts to more noticeably change, as the articles and the news release, uh, news all the stuff that happens in a changing market, you'll see – the press is going to make things sound panicky. They do that on purpose to get people to pay attention. That's going to make your contacting your centers of influence and past clients even more relevant. So for those of you who want to do the drop-bys and tchotchkes and whatnot, great. 
But it, the real secret sauce is making the calls and then doing the, having the tchotchkes be the enhancement. Because someone dropping off a tchotchke is not going to be as powerful as somebody who's actually calling. You know, we have a lady, we have a realtor that drops tchotchkes off at one of our uh, houses, and she must have someone do it automatically oh, wow. without knowing that they're just going to a rental property and getting thrown out. But they're little plastic trinkets. I mean, that has no value that, to anybody. So I don't know what, I mean, just that in itself is just kind of silly. So the move to make would be if she was calling and she was then, if she wanted to drop off these little tchotchkes, that's fine. Yeah, Do you understand, listeners? Better. This is the difference. This is taking things to the next level. This is how you really get a competitive advantage. This is the manifestation of being of service to other people and doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. This is how you win when you're in Hawaii when you're in a really high-end competitive market. This is how you win when you're in L.A., when you win when you're in Greenwich, Connecticut, when you win in Miami, when you're willing to do this kind of real work and, and not just try to do the passive thing. I'm going to send out in October 50 pumpkin pies, and somehow I'm hoping that's going to result in business. Well, let's do the pies, but let's also do the calls. And if you don't want to spend the money on the pies, let's just do the calls. What do you the say, listeners? The, the calls are better, and they're cheaper, <laughs> right? And, and yes, it's less sticky. <laughs> yeah, you know you don't get eaten by raccoons well, when you pop by and leave it on the porch. Well, anyway, Julie, I, I actually I cut. Well, let me remind you of something. This was, all right, this really happened. So this was back in I don't remember when. Julie and I went to a Howard Brenton conference because Julie and I were Howard Brenton stars, and there was literally a topic uh, where people were debating. And I'm not making this up. And some of you are going to say, "Yeah, that sounds like a good topic to debate." They're debating what size pie, what type of pie, and where to purchase their pies from for the sake of dropping the pies off um, for November. That's what the topic was. This was a conversation that was deemed to be appropriate for a real estate conference talking about baked goods as a topic, like as a, a breakout session, again for a half hour. And, you talk and about people it were impassioned about, about it. Well, they were impassioned about it. They had all analyzed, oh, it should be pumpkin. Oh, no, hold on. It should be apple. Why? Because apple lasts longer in a hot car. I mean, it's all this insanity. I just thought it was – I honestly thought it was a joke. And I remember – and, of course, this didn't work out for me. But I stood up, and I said, well, why don't you guys just call them and just ask them if they want a pie first and then give a quick market update. Literally nobody said a thing. They just ignored me and went back to debating uh, pecan versus rhubarb. I mean, that really did happen. <laughs> do you remember that, Julie? I totally yeah. do. I know. I'm. I mean, and I've got. I have real stories of you know, agents. Yeah, this is really funny, because um, I, you know, I am an advocate of doing some pop buys. But to your point, they're not nearly as effective. It, you, there's only so many you can do. First of all, it's not that efficient. But you have to get the point of it. It's best for your really great past clients, like Lynette Ray Jackson. You know, she was doing it for a closing, right, to make their lives easier. I think stuff like that's great. But yeah, yeah. Um, you know, great, towards yeah. towards Christmas, we do the wrapping paper project. You know, uh, where you have a little bit of wrapping paper, and it says something like, um, "Friends don't let friends get stuck with the wrong agent." You have little sticky, you know, um, gift tags in there. It's a cute, inexpensive gift. Well. I had an agent tell me, like, is it okay to just, like, throw it on the porch and go? Well, no, that's not the point, <laughs> okay? And then also we've had examples of people doing the pies, not door knocking, not connecting, leaving the pie on the front porch, and then getting an angry call the next day from the homeowner who used to be their best past client because there's a big mess on the front porch, raccoons got into it. I mean, you do have to kind of think some of this stuff out. 
I'm just saying, okay? But yeah, those are real world stories. Someday I'll put together a book of those types of stories. Anyway, um, so yeah, I think it's a, a good idea, but the calls are much more efficient. And here's the thing. You guys often, especially my uh, premier coaching members, at least once or twice a week, you're always asking, tell me something of value when I do the calls, when I do my follow-up, when I do my past client center of influence, database outreach. What do I say? How, what do I give of value? Well, I hope that you listened to Tim's script. He did it twice for you. This will be in replay at realestatecoachingradio.com. He told you exactly what to say of value, which is the changing market and offer a comparative market analysis. He told you exactly how to say it. So really, nobody's got any excuses here. And secondly, you can't complain about not having any phone numbers for your own database like you guys sometimes do about not being able to find expireds. So this is – and I wanted to add a third point to that. What is the number one thing that grizzled veterans say they would have done differently looking back? It's always more past client center of influence outreach, and they always say the same thing. I would have spent less money on marketing postcards and you know widgets and wadgets had I just reached out more to my database. So don't make that mistake. Back to you, Tim. Yep. No, back to you, Julie. Let's finish out our points like we promised. <laughs> yes. But, All but right, it's you got worth, it. it's so worth saying, though. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been talking over the past couple of days about the ultimate guide to getting everything you want in life, and we have made it to point number eight, which should sound familiar, drill down and embrace doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level possible. Now, you guys hear us say that all the time, but this point is about actually doing it, taking the action, not just saying that's a great saying, I have it on my wall, but are you living it? So point number nine. Stop doing the things which you know are holding you back. Examples would be resisting following a schedule, which leads with resisting following the schedule that leads with profit-creating actions, resisting outside accountability. Those of you who don't ask questions on coaching calls or miss calls or whatever because you didn't do the things that you knew you were supposed to do to bring you profit, well, you're dodging outside accountability. That's no good. So stop doing the things that you know are holding you back. And I would guess that most of you know what those things are. You don't have to be too introspective about that. It could be not even just in real estate. It could be stop doing the things that are negating some of your other, say, physical goals. Stop eating crap, for example. Stop having a different starting and quitting time and wrecking your sleep cycle. The list is endless, but you've got to stop doing that. Sometimes that's the action to take. So yes, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at a high level, but also stop doing the stuff that isn't working for you at a high level. Does that make sense, Tim? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the the first thing is to know that just because a bunch of people are sold you into the idea that something's going to work doesn't mean it actually works. It's confirmation bias. You walk into a big real estate convention, and I'm not going to get on this rant again, I promise, but you walk into this big real estate convention, and you're inundated with all these people trying to tell you that you need to buy this and add this and create this big, complicated, you know, you have to all of a sudden become a tech wizard, and you know, you have to learn CRMs and all the rest of it. Guys, that's not what real estate's all about. It's not. You intuitively know it. All that stuff is just creative avoidance for doing the real work, which is being of service to others, which is just putting yourself – I was thinking, Julie, why don't they want to make the calls? The reason they don't want to make the calls is because they're uncomfortable with what to say, but also the really yep. real reason is is because their egos are busily filling their minds with, oh, my gosh, what will people think of me when I pick up the phone? Oh, my gosh, what will happen yep. if you know I'm 
interrupting them? What happened if this and the other thing? You guys just fill your minds with, oh, oh, I hate getting calls. You know, these are all the things you tell yourselves, and that's the reason you spend yourselves into oblivion. That's the reason you think that it's a good use of your time and money trying to figure out basically how to develop a long-term lead follow-up and how you're always susceptible to the next, you know, some kind of fancy passive lead generation Mickey Mouse thing. That's not what this business is all about if you want to be successful long term. Any business, by the way, assuming you're running a business that's not $100 million a year, your business is going to be probably that is necessitated and built on high touch, which is the exact opposite of what so many of you are being seduced into doing. Jules? Yeah, I think the actual touch, the actual you know, face-to-face meeting or voice-to-voice phone call actually has tremendously more value now because the world is trying to go all, you know, text this and text that and, you know, technology here and there. You know, proof of that is that uh, 911 has a problem with people texting them and expecting a response. You have to actually call. I mean, that's how bad it's gotten, right? So, yeah, I think it actually has a lot higher value to meet with somebody in person, to not do everything digitally. They appreciate you more. Think about, you guys all have examples in your own life of this when somebody takes a moment to come by and, you know, just sit down and talk to you about how they can be of service. So consider that. All right, point number 10 is a big one. Stop thinking that you have to have passion to be successful. Now, we've talked about that one on multiple podcasts We've used lots of different examples, and it's actually in the Harris Rules book, both the original one and the one that I just finally finished editing, hopefully. So, yeah, you don't have to be passionate about sales. You don't have to be passionate about even about real estate. We know lots of very successful agents that are not passionate about the grind part of it. You don't have to be, but you should be passionate about it, what it affords for you and your family because it is a printing press of money for you assuming that you actually find enough people to actually help. So remove the whole passion thought. That's just an elaborate excuse. Point number 11, stop believing that your goal in business is to delegate everything. How is that working out for some of you? I love it when people you know, hire buyer's agents, but they never train them. And then they get mad because all their leads are going away. And they're actually making less money than if they had just done the work themselves. It happens all the time. Even with uh, assistants, you hire them and you assume that they know how to do half of your job, and then you end up firing them because they screw something up. So stop believing why, your goal like, is to delegate everything. Yeah, it's ego. But again, think, this, but. Whole, this, this, this whole thing basically came – look, again, not going to drill down on this too much, but really you guys didn't get into this business for the sake of building some big, huge, elaborate, crazy, hard-to-function-and-manage adult daycare team. You guys got into this business to help people and make money. That's the reason you got into this business. And what happens is you allowed somebody else to essentially decide what your vision of success should be. You had it when you got into real estate, didn't you? You knew what you wanted. You wanted freedom. You wanted financial freedom. You wanted to create passive income. You wanted to have a sense of you know, ownership of the result that you created. And then you listen to some gurus and you go to some events and then all of a sudden you think you have to build this big team and otherwise you're not going to be successful. Other, you allow 
allow other people to define what your vision of your success should be. And the second you allowed that to happen, you co-opted your future. You allowed somebody else to determine what your future was going to be. Because along with their complicated, analytical, ego-ridden vision of what success is in real estate, a big team, you also gave up the most critical thing, which is your profit. And that's what happens. Generally speaking, you cannot have both. You have to decide whether you're going to run a efficient, maybe a two or three assistant uh, type listing focused business, or whether or not you're going to do this other business model that seems to be very trendy right now, where you're just going to have a big army of buyers, agents, and whatnot. You folks, you got to just accept the fact that you don't have enough business experience to be able to actually analyze the fact that that business model will result in little to no profit, assuming you're even successful pulling it off. And what's the point of being successful pulling something off if you're not going to make a lot of profit? So don't even waste your time doing it. And by not wasting your time doing it, that frees you up to become really good at being a listing agent, really good at building your listing inventory and servicing your sellers and making profit. Doesn't that make a hell of a lot more sense? And listen, when you guys hear these, and I have these guys on our show occasionally, these guys with these big teams. I had somebody who had the biggest team on San Diego, uh, uh, Kyle Whistle, I think. And he was on our podcast, listen to it, and he said the biggest mistake he ever made, and he, has the big, he had the biggest team in all of San Diego, was forming a team. And he's right-sizing his team. He's going back to just being listing-focused. That's what Julie and I have been saying for over a decade. And now finally the industry is realizing that what we're saying was true, if you want to make profit. Now, if you don't want to make profit – and you just want to basically walk around like you're some big peacock, that's fine. But just understand, generally speaking, you have to choose one or the other. We appeal to the people that want to make profit. And with that profit, they want to reinvest it and become rich. Julie, how many more points are we almost done with this topic? I think we're almost done. We're getting there. All right. So we've got okay, number 12. Going, Write yep. a specific plan of action steps necessary to get to the goal. Take the first steps. You might not know the fifth step, it's likely to change by the, by the time you get there anyway, but you definitely do know where to start. So this point is designed to eliminate the whole getting ready to get started to know exactly what direction I need to take and all that kind of junk. So just take the first step, then take the second step and stay on that path. But you've got to have an actual, actionable, specific plan. Point number 13. Don't stop until you reach your goal. It must become unacceptable in any way not to get there. This is, uh, I use a, I was allowed to invent one word in my book, in our book, and that was called stick to right? So that's the intuition that you must stick to it to get to the end. You can't give up. It's unacceptable in any way not to get there. And related to that point is the last one. Remove from your thinking and your speech the word try. There is only do or do not. There's no try. Those of you who are trying real estate out, I can almost guarantee you you're going to fail because you're trying it out because you haven't said to yourself, this has got to work. I'm going to make it work. You don't own it when you use the word try. So this and previous podcasts all together should give you some really good guidance to actually get anything that you want in life with your real estate business as the fuel. And some of our listeners who are not in real estate, they're just real estate curious and they like the mindset and philosophy that we're trying to get across of being practical and applicable. That's for you guys too. But stick to the path. And I have to get to Premier. So I'll turn it over to you. Yep. 
So listen, folks, if you need us for anything, it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Um, and for agents who have not received a free coaching call in a while but are not members of Premier Coaching, just go to FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com, FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com. Stay focused, guys. There's going to be a lot more information that's going to come out that's going to, ca- going to cause a lot of consternation. That means worry in your markets. You need to be the uh, agent that's stepping into the breach and providing a relief for that potential worry that your sellers are going to be experiencing. We are going to see a lot of pretty significant changes over the rest of this year. We're doing everything in our power to prepare you to make it so that you're way ahead of the curve. Remember, you can make money helping people no matter what direction the market's going. Don't convince yourself, because this is what all the other agents will do. Watch, it's already happening, is they're going to go into panic mode. Then they're going to go into attack mode. They, we get agents that will attack us, brokers that will not like what we're saying, because they don't know what to do. That's a natural step. We know, we expect it, because when people people are faced with fear, their first thing they're going to do is they're going to go through denial. Then they're going to go through attack, and then the more denial. And then finally, they're going to start seeing the reason of it, and then they're going to take action. That's the risk that we take by giving you information that's going to be seen as controversial in the real estate industry, because the real estate industry is addicted to the idea that it can only do uh, make money when the market's going one direction. And I'm here to tell you that you can actually make more money when the market's going in the other direction. In addition to that, the sellers and the buyers actually need skilled, competent real estate professionals thousand times more when the market's leveling off, when there's a reset going on like there is now. This is your time to really prove your worth. Are you truly worthy of your goals? Are you truly worthy of the, you know, the, the aspirations that you set for yourself? Or are you somebody that's just basically going to let it get by and just try to wall up and you know, live out of fear and act like the rest of the industry will? Become somebody who is the person you've always wanted to be during this market transition, and you, I promise, will change the total trajectory of your life. It happens faster than you think. If there's anything we can uh, do for you guys, it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Thank you, and we will talk with you on the show tomorrow. Remember, there are literally thousands of replays of other shows waiting for you over on iTunes, over on Stitcher, and all the other podcast listening widgets that are out there, or you can just go over to TimAndJulieHarris.com and listen directly off the website. Have a fantastic day, guys. We'll talk to you the show on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.